This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lindell TV um, and Facebook Live. We got it going on over here. Uh, boy, he's really suppressing me now. We only got 200 people on Facebook Live. Mark Zuckerberg does not want me to, or anyone here to get the word out. Um, everyone, we're going to have uh, have Linda Blanchford on tonight. She's the one that dropped, or that filed the preliminary injunction against the state of Alabama. Um, so she'll be on here in about 20 minutes. And um, and uh, I want to talk about it. Remember, I went to Alabama last week. We went all over the state and then they got this preliminary injunction filed. And we also, um, I went to Georgia yesterday. So I was in Georgia um, with uh, Candace Taylor um, and um, for um, running for governor of Georgia. Amazing, amazing event. Probably the, one of the best, best put together rallies. Um, it was like you know, buses and platforms and people everywhere. It was, it was just awesome. And uh, but uh, so that was uh, that's what happened over the weekend. And Brandon, are you there? Blanchard, Lindy Blanchard. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I got Lindy Blanchard. I said, are you there? I'm Hi. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just, uh, I'm sorry, I'm texting. I've got, uh, um, we've got so much going on. Um, um, everybody, by the way, everybody, you've seen the commercial here. Uh, before we get started, we, we still, we have the special right here at Frank's Beach. You're not gonna see over at my pillow. And that's the slippers that are $90 off until they're gone. This right now, we've got the, um, we've got these, this overstock supply. Remember we had a gap, a two month gap because of these, you know, it's USA, USA components, but it has to go overseas and come back. And uh, we've got the the, uh, the new ones coming, or all the new models coming in in, in, in uh, July. So you can save $90 for $49.98, Brandon. Wow. Come on, you know, your slippers were $139.98. They're good slippers, aren't they? they? They, I love them. I wear them every day, honestly. Yeah, yeah. They have technology no other slippers have. You guys they have impact gel in there. That's a patented impact gel. Three layer, four layers, I guess it's designed. Um, why don't you pull them up on the pull them up on the website quick? Well, I got to quick check this. Okay. Um, pull them up on the website here so everyone can see. Use that promo code L77, everybody. L77. Um, there they are. Oh. Yeah. You got them? Yeah. Reagan, come plug my computer in, please. Oh, you're getting it? They got to plug my computer in real quick. Nor save 90 bucks, regularly $139.98. Now just $49.98 with the promo code. And again, you can right. wear these outside. And Father's Day is coming up, so these make great gifts for Father's Day. There you go. $49.98, regularly $139.98. And we're throwing in Mike's book as well. That in itself is a $20 value. So under 50 bucks there. And look right. at all you're getting. Plus the Mike Mike's book, you had twenty dollars to that. That's now a hundred and fifty nine ninety eight value for forty nine ninety eight. Great deal. We still have the buy one get one free going. You might want to take advantage of of that while it's still going. Buy one get one free with the promo code L seven seven. We got the bed sheets. We've got the Giza Elegance My Pillows. We got the Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows. We got the My Pillow six piece towel set. The buy buy one get one free. Again, that won't last forever. So take advantage of that. Uh, graduation gifts, wedding gifts, housewarming gifts, right, um, all those things. Well, by the by the way, everybody, um, Lindy's coming on here. Um, not only is she a hero that she put out this uh, the second preliminary injunction to get rid of all the machines in Alabama, but Brandon, did you did you know it that she's also running for office? And you know what she's running for? She's running for governor. Governor. I think. Yeah, governor of Alabama. And let me tell you, uh, she will be the best governor. She's the people's choice. We've got all the 
she's all about getting rid of these machines. She's all about fixing 2020. And I'm going to tell you the um, when I was there, we did we did all of these um, all of these uh, we did three events that day, and she was just all in, uh, you know. And the people love her. The um, um, I want to tell you about the governor of Alabama, everybody. Remember, this complaint goes against the Secretary of State. We all know John Merrill. Um, John Merrill, the Secretary of State of Alabama, that said there's no fraud in Alabama. John, it makes us wonder when Alabama, now we have evidence with canvassing, it's one of the worst states in the country. 9%, Brandon, of Alabama, 180,000 votes were flipped or stole from Donald Trump in Alabama. Wow. You think about that. And when I was there, do you know it's uh, uh, in, a, in this, I don't know what figures they use, but I heard all of the fourth most corrupt state in politics. Whoa. And fourth most corrupt. Well, I do, know, I do know a friend of mine that lives in uh, Birmingham. He can tell you a lot of stories about the political corruption. He's always telling me the stories yeah. of the political and, corruption. You know what? It just goes to show you that, you know, you have the biggest crime in history ever. And, and then the biggest cover-up in history is done by mostly the Republicans. It's just disgusting. I have visited John Merrill three times, once at the rally and twice at his office. And you know what? He basically, uh, in a town, he goes, see, there's nothing to see here. No, I told John we'd be back. Because they had something, um, only two other states that I know of have, South Carolina and Arkansas, have the, it's like the new generation. They have electronic polling books. They're all online. You can steal right down to the local precincts. Machines, they have to go. In Alabama, I mean, that 9%, do you know, 9% of the vote, Brandon, do you know that's one of the highest in the nation? California, of course, California had the biggest amount stole from Trump, which was 1.5 million, but they were at about seven and a half, eight percent Wow. Alabama was at a, a, nine, a strong 9%, it's a, you know, so... You know, I, I hate to rain on your parade, John Merrill, but uh, I hope you like that preliminary injunction that's sitting in your lap right now. Yeah, he's Secretary now, of State, right? Yeah, yeah, he's Secretary of State. Remember, the Secretary of State, you guys, with all this process, they have, they are the problem. They are the problem. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. All the Secretary of State that, that are supposed to be in, protect us in charge of our elections, but they don't make the laws, everybody. The legislatures make the law. These secretaries of states went around and they didn't protect us. They, in fact, made things, they made their own laws. Yeah. They went out and made their own laws, Brandon. And right around and the legislature. About, I want to talk about everybody, uh, The uh, before Lindy comes on. What time is she you coming on? You might have all seen it. What? What time is she coming on? I think about quarter at 20 or 15 minutes or 20 minutes after. Okay. But I want don't to forget, I also have that clip of uh, HW you wanted to play. Yeah, yeah, I want I want to play. I was just getting to that, everybody. Um, uh, well, first, yeah, you know what? Let's let's talk about things that happened uh, in the news, and whether it's fake news, real news, whatever. Well, here's some real news for you. You might all have seen if you Google my name. All you gotta do is Google Mike Lindell or or Bing or or Yahoo, whatever, or Duck Duck. Just put in Mike Lindell, do a search, and hit news. Well, I was all over the news for what? Because a judge, the judge in Washington, D.C., ruled that Mike Lindell's cases against Smartmatic and Dominion were frivolous. In all the years, all the law firms I have, they said they've never, ever heard of such a thing. And they're trying to make me, they're going to say, well, Mike, you need to pay sanctions. Brennan, this was, I really believe that what went on here is the timing is so it's absolutely, um, you can't make it up the timing. It's, it's, it's what they did. Remember when he made the ruling that these cases could go forward for dominion against everybody, he made those on the second day of the cyber symposium, everybody, last August. What? You wait till the second day of the symposium and you tell the whole country, yep, dominion, their cases have merit. We're going to push them all through against all the 200 people they did lawfare against them and Smartmatic. Well, let me tell you something. What they did the other day, when they put, when Smart, when they ruled, when that judge ruled that they was gonna dismiss my, that my cases don't have merit and they're gonna dismiss them. And not only that, they're gonna give, for Smartmatic, 
they're going to make the lawyers at Mike Lindell pay sanctions? Of course, we're going to appeal it. But let me tell you something, Brandon. When they did that, do you know the lawyer that we had for the preliminary injunction in Alabama? Okay. They dropped out because they seen that. Well, it scared that lawyer. He said it was because of a conflict of interest. Well, he didn't say that for a month. He dropped out at zero hour. We had to find another attorney in Alabama the day we were going around Alabama with the injunction. Of course, we found one, a brave attorney, Braves attorney that just said, yes, of course, we want to save our country. But do you know, everybody, that in Arizona, where we filed the first preliminary injunction, remember that um, that uh, Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham filed against the state of Arizona. Remember, the defendants are the Secretary of State. Well, who is the Secretary of State in Arizona? Katie Hobbs. Do you know what Katie Hobbs, I just found out 20 minutes ago, sent my lawyers on Friday or Saturday? They what? sent them a notice. They sent a notice saying, um, you better think again because this is frivolous. They use the same terminology. In other words, do you think maybe that they said this and did something that's so unprecedented and said that, boy, you lawyers, these are frivolous cases, so you would have to pay sanctions if you if you associate with Mike Lindell and the American people. Well, I got news for them. We're on to you. And there's attorneys that are brave all over this country. They're people too. We know in the you know this this thing this we're going to appeal it and we, you know what we haven't they haven't even looked at the evidence yet Brandon wait till I dump the evidence wait till we dump the evidence on Arizona this week when the in the preliminary injunction that's the second part oh really Katie Hobbs boom here you go how do you like us now is it frivolous no you get rid of those machines in Arizona bye 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 machines and every single state to follow. What they did was absolutely, it's unspeakable what they've tried to do to suppress these machines. Everybody or depress these criminal companies. Now, let me tell you, everybody, we're going to talk about Fox News and Newsmax again. We're going to do it every night, I think. So Fox News and Newsmax, everybody knows when these machines companies, everybody, what, they, what you might not know is on February 4th of 2021, Brandon, you're gonna, you're gonna go. Whoa! I never thought of that. Well, do you know that that's the day Smartmatic sued Fox, mm-hmm. and everyone's going, "Why is that significant that they sued them on Fox News on February 4th of 2021?" Brandon, do you know what happened the next day on February 5th of 2021? Do you remember? Yeah, we dropped. Yeah, we-, we dropped uh, Absolute Proof. Absolute Proof came out, everybody. When Absolute Proof came out, now I want you to follow this. From the time that Smartmatic sued Fox, since that day, I have never, ever been able to go on any conservative media from Salem to Fox to Newsmax. Because why? Because they were all afraid of Mike Lindell coming on and talking about election crime. So they took away, I can't even go on those stations and talk about my pillow. I can't talk about anything because they're because of what Smartmatic did on February 4th. Brandon, do you think that maybe, just maybe, Smartmatic, that those crooked as they are, and, and says, you know what? That we know they're coming out with this movie on February 5th. Remember, I had told everybody, wait till February 5th, wait till February 5th. So they dropped this. To, to so so that I couldn't go on. Do you remember that Salem Media would not let me go on any station and talk about our just a movie, Absolute Proof? Right. I couldn't tell about it. We, we we had to do it ourselves. We had to tell the world. Your platform held up. That's where actually that's kind of where Frank Speech and Lindell TV kind of birthed out of because you know what? We're not going to let the all everybody went silent on us. Everybody. But what did we do? 150 million people seeing the movie within four days. So let me tell you, everybody, this is the lawfare. This is the world we're in. It hasn't been used by against anybody, Alan Dershowitz told me, since 1798. What these companies have done to our country and said, hey, you can't see inside our machines. You can't see the our source code. You can't see anything. When the American people bought these machines and they're basically, they run our elections, ES and S, Smartmatic, Dominion, 
Theobald, they all run our elections. All the data goes in there, everything. There's elections, everybody, which brings up another thing. Larry Logan has a movie coming out called Selection Code. Selection Code, okay? What's inside the machines, okay? Selection Code. It's not election, it's selection code. Code that's put in there, selection code. I love the name. I financed that movie, Brandon, and well, the word got out, and the New York Times yesterday did a huge thing on Lara Logan. Laura's changed. Whoa, she's changed. You know, the whole article, did you see it? Did yes, I did. It? I did. Not a bad article, but but they're tell, they're trying to almost say, you know what, we don't even know her anymore. What happened that she hangs around like people like Brandon House is a you know, conspiracy theory guy or something, right? She's going on all these right-wing things to talk about things that, that matter, like um, therapeutics. Here's the, here's the headliner here. Laura Logan, once a star at CBS News, is now for the far right. Yeah. Isn't that something? So they're, they're getting out in front of the movie, you guys. Let me tell you all, this trailer is coming out this week. And wait till you see the trailer. This movie is going to change history. We're going to do, be doing an event in July to show this movie, and they're not going to be able to stop us, Brandon. It's going to go everywhere worldwide. It's going to change the course of history once again, everybody. But they're but you see what they're doing. They have, the only reason they're doing that is they're try, now they're going to try and discredit. Laura, Laura Logan didn't change. She's done so many brave things, being a journalist, going across the stuff that's happened to her. I can't imagine happening to anybody the things that happened to her. She's a she's an American hero. Yep. And now they're trying to say what? Oh, now she's changed. No, she's the same person. What changed it? She cares about this country and she wants to be a, the journalist she is. I don't know what's in the movie, Brandon. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen the trailer. It's epic. I paid for the movie to do that, you know, for her to go out and be the journalist she is. I will tell you this. I know one thing that was going to be put in there, and it was, uh, it was, there was one little piece where you could be subjective. She goes, no, I don't want that in there. I don't want anything in my movie that isn't just reporting and journalists, journalism. You follow me? Yeah. 100% factual journalism. So it was, you know, I really, it's going to be epic, but this is what they do. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's sad. I know the, uh, um, the, the battle we're in right now is, uh, it's historical and, uh, but we're winning. Uh, but you've got all these primaries and stuff, you guys. Uh, I was just talking to someone today here who's here at my office about an hour ago. I had these meetings all day and the guy's from Georgia. And you know what he told me, Brandon, this guy is not, this wasn't a political talk. He goes, he goes, um, Mike, I'm, I am from Georgia, and he goes, I want to tell you about Kemp. And I said, Brian Kemp is the part of the triple crown of corruption. Brian Kemp, Brad Rasselberger, and Chris Carr. You know what he told me, Brandon? He said the media down there, of course, they've they've kind of made Kemp into be somewhat a hero, but those go back to when, you know, the mandates and all this stuff, right? So people do not have short memories Please don't have a short memory. Remember, Brian Kemp is part of the triple count of corruption. Brian, Brad Rassenberger, and Chris Carr. And I want to tell you, down in Georgia, it just doesn't end. Uh, when you talk about candidates, everybody, I was down there. I'm on the stage for Candace Taylor. I endorsed her early on. She's she's amazing. One of the best rallies put together. She's got everything, this amazing Christian woman, all the people she surrounded herself with. She's all about getting rid of the machine. She's about our election, about our freedom. She's about fixing 2020, about fixing Georgia, what the people want. She's the people's choice for governor. But Brandon, I want to tell you, it was kind of interesting when I was there. Okay. Let me tell you something. I've said I do not pick anyone that doesn't, if a candidate, I don't care who they are. If they say, was this election, was this election stolen? If they say, absolutely not, it wasn't stolen. Well, you guys won't believe this when I was down there, the tapes I seen down there. Now, do you have Herschel Walker's tape? Brandon? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. 
You guys have to see this to believe it. I didn't believe it. They showed me a tape of Herschel Walker. What you're going to hear him say is there was not only no election crime, but he's going to tell you that Donald Trump never, ever said the election was a fraud. He And this is, I mean, I couldn't even believe it. And I'm telling you this, I, there was a guy there, This I met his family and stuff, it's Josh Clark, and he's running for that Senate too. And I endorsed, I went right up on stage and endorsed him because you know what? This guy is for, it's, it's amazing track record. It's everything you want in a Senator in Georgia. Herschel might have the name, but I don't know what happened or why he is so misconstrued and he would say such a thing. Why don't you roll the tape so people can see this to believe it? Okay. One of the things that has certainly motivated President Trump in giving endorsements to various candidates has been whether or not they accept uh, his claim that the election was stolen. Do you think the election was stolen? Well, I don't think, I think you, I think reporters say that. I don't know whether President Trump said, because he never said that to me. I, no, I'm not Personally, arguing with you. He says it over and no, over he again, made, No, 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 no. He has never, I've never heard President Trump ever say that. Could yeah. I say this? And one of the things Please. people don't know about President Trump, and I, you know, we've been friends forever, that he better has, support, has uh, been one of my uh, people to endorse me because I've known him forever. Yeah, what well, he goes on to say there, you cut the clip, it's a little bit short, but what, what Hirsch was saying is, you know what, um, if Donald Trump, if he says Donald Trump never said the election was stolen, never said it was fraudulent, which he says every day, okay, and then, and then, and then the reporter said that, and Hirsch goes, no, 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 Donald Trump never said that, that's you guys saying that. Then he realized, he goes, okay, what if he did say that? So then he's saying, you know what, uh, Herschel says, I don't care what Donald Trump believes. He had to endorse me because we're friends. And you know what? I don't answer to anybody because I'm Herschel Walker. I mean, I, I think it's, Brandon, I think it's horrible. Number one, if Herschel really doesn't even know as a senator running for Senate, Brandon, if he's going to, if he didn't even do his due diligence and say, what is everybody all concerned about this election? And if he doesn't hear, hear that, are you, I don't know. The only thing I could maybe think that he watches Fox from morning till night and has no other, absolutely no other access to any any media or talking to people, whatever. Because remember, Fox doesn't report anything about the election, right? Yes, So they don't. But you can't explain why Herschel would say Donald Trump never said the election was fraudulent. I mean, you got it. I mean, you can't wrap. I can't wrap my head around this. I'm going, Herschel, why would you say that? You know, it, it scares me because do I really want this guy being a senator? Did Georgia, he also did say really... something about the Constitution? Yeah. And then he said, and there's another tape, another. This was the day before he went on TV. And he said, the Constitution, he's got another host. He said, the Constitution needs to be changed. They wrote that years ago. It's got to be more progressive, and we've got to make the changes. You want to change our Constitution? That's so I, dangerous. I, that is so dangerous. I mean, I, I could not believe it. I go, that's why we have the Constitution. It's worked for a, a, a 200 and some years. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, but I just, it, it just kind of worried me for Georgia going, okay, if you're a senator, are you going to be a rhino or you really didn't even do your due diligence, Brandon? Can you imagine where would you have to live to not know that, that you know, he basically said Mike Lindell is a liar. There's no there's no fraud. He didn't even say, hey, I don't know. He could have said, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, but instead to definitively say there was no election crime, only you media say that. No, the media doesn't say that at all. You know, and then he and then he said uh, he said uh, Donald Trump never says that you. What he, I guess what he was saying was you media say that Donald Trump says that the that the election was fraudulent. Well, Herschel, you're friends with him. Did you ever ask him when you got his endorsement? Did you ever say, um, you know, hey, I'm sorry, Mr. President, that um, your election was stolen? Or you say, you know, how do you feel? I mean, he says it all the time. He's never going to give up on 2020. You guys, 20 to 2020 elections, the most important election in history because of everything we're learning from it, all the corruption we're learning from it, all the stuff, everything we're learning from it, the machines are here. So how are you going to go to, to um, Herschel and say, hey, we need to get rid of the machines. There's a problem. 
he doesn't even think anybody ever said there's a problem, Brandon. So, I mean, you, would, would he ever look into issues if, you know, he said, well, I hear there's people upset about the election. Well, wouldn't you want to find out why, Herschel? Yeah. It just didn't make sense to me. And it was so disturbing that I went on and I, I endorsed Josh, uh, Josh Clark on the spot. I mean, he's what everything I would want in a candidate. So that was just one side thing in Georgia. But and also, um, um, Brandon, you're going to have a um, you're going to have someone on your show. Um, yeah, I've got I Christian. Guess, I got Christian Horn on with me tonight. He, I think he's running for secretary of state in Alabama. Yeah, He's running against John, John Merrill, everybody. And I met him. Amazing guy. Um, he was at the event that Lindy Blanchard and I were at talking. I did a speech an hour. They told me to speak for two hours, Brand. I got up to, they thought I was kidding. Well, you can go up to two hours if you want. Well, I got an hour and a half in it and I got flags going up. Hey, that's enough. That's enough. Stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, well, we've pulled some, we've, we've pulled 96 me. hours here. So what's two hours, right? Yeah. yeah well, they, we, but I mean, if, if uh, I'll tell you one thing, if I ever get an officer where they do those filibusters where you just keep talking, you know, I, I, I ain't going to stop, all right? Yeah. Whatever it takes, you know. But they uh, they gave me, it was kind of interesting because they did say talk as long as you want it, but they, I think people need to understand that I will then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because there's so much to say about <laughs> what's, you know, our country and what's going on, and we've got to save it. Um, do we have Lindy? Yes, we have, we have Lindy Blanchard with us. Lindy Blanchard, welcome to the Lindell Report with Mike Lindell. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is great to be here. Hey, Lindy. Wow, it just seems like about a couple of days ago we were down there in Alabama. Um, the, uh, I was just uh, kind of going through the things that happened while I was down there, and, I, and they said, well, yeah, I talked for a couple hours, and I was about an hour and a half into it, and I was still talking, but... Um, it was great spending the day with you and uh, and all of the things I'm telling everyone. The You know, when I met the, and it's not, you're, I don't care who the governor is, you're going to be the best governor ever down there. But I will say this about oh, the current governor. The current governor in Alabama, everybody, I went down there. Of the times I went down to visit or to show John Merrill all the evidence, well, the first time I went there, it's right. His office is down from the governor's. So he brings me up. He said, the governor wants to meet you. I'm thinking the governor wants to meet me because I'm bringing all this evidence to Alabama of uh, almost 200,000 votes that were um, that were stolen in the election and all the machines that are defective uh, that they uh, we call the word defective. How about um, set up that way? But anyway, so I get upstairs and instead of this governor concerned about the state of Alabama and the election fraud, all she wanted was a picture. You know, let's get a picture. Yes, you know? that's just, and, that's and crazy. It's, just, it's like, I, I mean, I just didn't get it. I'm going, you know, wouldn't you want to ask me a few questions like, hey, what do you got here? You know, the concern, that's all it was. It was almost like showpiece, come in, go out. Okay. Oh, you got to say hello. Well, you know what? You need to, you need to do something. And she did nothing. And, uh, and it's, um, so if you're in Alabama, you. Um, you know, and I and I just think I get tired of the we have the biggest crime in history and then the biggest cover up in history or the blockers are Republicans. It just blows my mind. And Alabama is probably the worst state I heard when I was there, yeah. Lindy, it's the fourth most corrupt state. Is that true? That is true. We went from one, I'm teasing, we are fourth in the United States and we're the fourth most conservative. So that that mixes things up. That's a mixed bag of things. But I will say when you were talking about selection a while ago, that hit the core to me because I, I'm a mathematician and I have minors in computers and I know five different computer languages and you can select numbers on you can choose which things to add it's very simple programming and which things not to add and you can make the total number be what's right but still have the tabulations in between instead of five plus four and one candidate's five and four it can be six and three and right. so uh it, it's frightening that we're allowing new new computers, not just computers at all, 
on counting. We're bringing in new ones this week, last week, a week before wow. our election. I forgot about that. Everybody, that's right, John, and and everybody. Um, I, I guess uh, I wish I would have had the tapes ready here, but we showed them about a week ago um, in Alabama, Lindy. They had where the ESNS machines were. Um, the ESNS, by the way, they're the biggest machine company in the country. They're based in Omaha, Nebraska. So the ESNS machines, they had. In Alabama, you go through a process where they validate the machines and the time was up, so now it was time, this time of year, to validate them. Well, the public was invited, so they went there and there's tapes of the machines. They ran off on copy paper and just took copy paper and put it in and the the ESNS guys, their mouths are dropping going, whatever. So then what they did, they reached out, John Merrill, the Secretary of State, got wind that they did this in a, multiple counties. And what does he do? He sent out a warning to the other counties going, beware of counterfeit paper coming in. In other words, watch, don't let anybody come and test your machines with paper because the counterfeit paper works. You could take a piece of typing paper and, um, and take the ballot copy this off on typing paper and it slides right through like nothing to it. Those machines are built to steal elections and shame on John Merrill, shame on John Merrill for, um, you know, just once again, covering it up, covering up. But you know, uh, we as a country are so proud of you, you know, signing on the preliminary injunction to get rid of these machines in the state of Alabama. And I wanna tell everyone, do you know who the defendant is? John Merrill, the Secretary of State, the guy doing the cover-up. So it's uh, it'll be interesting well, to see. Well, somebody's got to step out. Yes, and you did. Somebody's and you got to step and... out in, in every state, not just Alabama, but in every state, because an honest person will show you the book. So why not? I mean, as Secretary, I would want to show that everything's perfect and in order. So why not? Why not right. just show everything? Yeah, it, and it doesn't make sense, you know, we've even in the preliminary injunction that was filed that you signed on to, that, you're, you're, that you filed, those lawyers in there is the replacement for the machines too, everybody. It shows the replacement. But the, we've, we've hit right here on this show, this paper, which I have a copy of right now, this is the most secure paper ever. It's got, we've, we've showed it before on here. In fact, Jimmy Kimmel made for it. We tried to show with a flashlight. You hold it up and you can see all these things like money, these things on there that, yep, you can't copy that. It's got mineral. It's got all these all these safety things. And it basically became the most secure paper ever. Now, it can't be copied right now, but it's a perfect replacement system. And why would you not? Why would you double down like Merrill did and bring, I, I heard he sent out computers now to every single place to add computers to the mix. So you have your, your voting machines from ESNS, you have your polling books that only two other states have, all online. You can steal right down to the local precinct, and now he's adding a computer into the mix. It just doesn't make sense, does it? It does not. And on top of that, our laws have made it harder for us to see who has tried to make, I guess you would say, break the law. I mean, our laws have made it easier to break the law instead of protecting our elections. So there's areas that as governor that you can look into and partner with the good secretary. John Merrill is not running again because he can't, but we need a secretary that'll step up and step out and see that we need to go to paper and uh, not computers. And if France can do it, like President Trump says, with 70 million and do it in one day and do paper without computers and humans counting, no computers counting, then why can't little old Alabama or each state? We don't have 70 million people in any state, so we can just mimic that. Yeah, you know, you're exactly right. And we actually use France. When these guys were for the replacement system, one of the models we used was France. They outlawed computers, everybody, in the 1970s. They're a model. When you're going into, let's say, a new paradigm or a new business, you look at somebody else that has done it. 
So we, these guys that developed this paper and developed this new system without machines, they went to, checked out with France, what are they doing? Checked out, there was a, about 60 um, counties in the United States that were, were on paper. So we went to them, what were their best practices that didn't have the machines? Of course, it didn't matter because when they go up to the internet, it can be changed in the computer before, when it gets to the Secretary of State. There's many things they can do when you're online. So that's not, you know, that's not say just because they had just paper. But I'll tell you what, right now we have over 110, I believe, counties in the United States that said they're going paper free now because we also have groups going county by county in the United States on the ground. They're showing here's what happened in your state. In Alabama, though, just so everyone knows, like the, the first preliminary injunction was done in Arizona about three weeks ago, and that was Cary Lake. Uh, there that did it there and then now you're the second one Lindy and we've had South Dakota should be this week yes. we are going everybody state by state but remember you need you need um, great people that care about this country like Lindy does to, to to be to sign on the complaint and say hey we've had enough we want our elections fair you got all these great politicians like Lindy running for you know she's running for governor of Alabama you, you, we have Tomorrow. to get them elected. We have election. to get them. We have to get them elected, not selected, and that's you know yes. that's a big thing. We can't let that is a huge know, thing. And everyone says, well, you know what? This is uh, we're always a red state in Alabama. Well, there, it doesn't matter if you're red. You don't think everybody doesn't think that there's cheating within the red? Give me a break. Well, you next know? thing you know, you turn from red to purple when you allow skimming. Yep, absolutely. That's what it called. I like what you say, skimming. Everybody, I was yeah. going to, like, I, I want to tell everybody out there, and I always use this example now. Let's say, like, in Alabama, there was a, a 9% of the vote, one of the highest in the nation was stole from in the presidential election of 2020. 9%, more than California, percentage-wise. California had the most votes stole, 1.5 million. And everyone says, well, why would they do California? Why would you do Alabama? Why would you do Ohio? Why would you do these states? You know, well, let me tell you why. If I said to you in Alabama that Donald Trump won um, 2 million to Biden's 50,000, everybody would say what? It's a computer error, okay? Mm -hmm. So, but in Alabama, you can skim 9% and everyone's gonna go, yep, it's still red, it looks good. You know? yeah. So there's more to steal, okay? You go exactly. to Texas, in Texas, they said Texas could turn blue. Texas could turn blue. That was propaganda. So when they stole Texas, everyone go, well, they warned exactly. us. We should have campaigned harder. Texas was the second most votes stolen in the United States. One million, just shy of one million votes were stolen from Donald Trump. If Donald Trump won Texas, as they say, by 560,000 votes, he really won by 1.5 million. Texas is not purple. It's not even close. It's redder than red. Alabama is so red you couldn't even find blue if you really if you get a fair election there. This is where exactly. we're at, everybody. And I can't thank you enough, Lindy. I mean, you're not not only you you know, so stepping much. out, being a being part, being the spearhead of this injunction to save Alabama from turning, you know, to save Alabama and then to and then go one step further to run for governor and you are going to be a great governor. That's what people are looking Thank for. Who cares enough to go out and say, "Hey, I want to fix what's now what's going on now. I want to fix this." Instead, you didn't just go out and say, "Well, I'm all for I, a lot of these politicians. I'll lower your taxes. I'm for election integrity. Aren't we all for election integrity?" I, I tell well, I want the candidates that are all against the crime that happened and how we prevent it from ever happening again. That's the person exactly. I want, and you are that person. Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And it's fun to partner with someone that's so pro-America, pro-election integrity, and steps out of the box in every area to make a difference. And I'm thankful to be a part of a team that's black and white, like one of your friends said before, why not? I mean, you have to do everything black and white. And when I saw the initiative, it was a no-brainer to me that this needed right. to be done. Right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, so your primary is tomorrow, is that correct? Tomorrow, yes. And right. I'm concerned well, I'm gonna about I want to tell everybody, in computers. case you don't already realize it, um, I endorsed 
Lindy for the governor of the great state of Alabama. So all of you there watching from Alabama, whatever you were thinking, think again, get out there and vote. Lindy needs to be your next governor. She's got the every single thing we want in a candidate. You're the people choice, America first choice. And, uh, and uh, you're going to win. And we, uh, but everyone, you, y'all Mark. out there, you've got to be part of it. And, um, and uh, we Everybody start. Everybody go vote. Yep, absolutely. And uh, it was so much fun. Um, your husband's amazing. Say hello to John. Um, I, will. Yeah, I will. I can't believe one of the things that uh, you guys were high school sweethearts and have been married for how long now? Uh, Decades, I'll say. Decades, okay. <laughs> but I was just, it was just a so long sweet. time. It was just so sweet. I spent the day for you. I'm going, this is what, this is what it should be. You know, just, you guys are just amazing together and uh, everything. You. you know what? Kendra was with me and she's very good. She was, she goes, they are such great people, nice people, and just, just pure. She she's was a so. Great prayer warrior. Yeah, yeah. And she, uh, yeah, we prayed. I, I know. Uh, Kendra prayed. We we did prayer for our country and for Alabama and for for this. Uh, we're we're praying that you get that God has uh, um, that God has uh, you know great plans for Alabama and for you and everything. It's gonna. I know everybody. I keep telling everyone we're all we're gonna look back and everything was divinely connected. Where all the stuff that happened, the good, the bad, and everything. Where we get way out here, you're going to look back and everything had to happen just the way it did in order to get us to this great place. And uh, that's why I've said, I've said, Lindy, I said that the 2020 election will go down in history as the most important election ever because we learned so much from it. And and one of the things we learned is how important, and one of the things we learned is how important politics are. You know, look what and look judges. what got us in December of 2019, and now look what got us here in what a short year and a little over a year. You know, yes. political yes. decisions okay. are where it's everything, and uh, we can't have this. Yeah, we can't. That is right, and that's great. And then so many people. I guess I can't say enough of great things about you. Is is um, I where would we be, everybody, if we didn't have people jumping in and saying, hey? I want to change. I want to change things. That's courage. And you say you signing that preliminary induction. That's courage. I want everybody out there. Thank you, Mike. If you're saving your courage for a rainy day, it's pouring outside. We need every all the people. And I'm talking to Democrats, Republicans. Well, I'm talking to people. Remember, everybody, this is these are politicians are supposed to be for the people. Not for their own exactly. personal agendas or even their party agendas. I'll tell you, when you when you're all of a sudden when their decisions are being made out there that are for a personal agenda or for some hidden party agenda, when it's a common when let's say the item is a common sense of both parties, they should be right here, exactly. and then they do this just because Everyone. they're in the other party. That's wrong, and and uh, and that's why I say I have met everybody. I've met politicians more than I could ever count, probably more than most people ever meet in a lifetime in the last couple of years or three, four years. And I could count on one hand the politicians that are in power that have the people's back like our great president, Donald Trump. But I have, met, I have, met, dozens of, I have met dozens of candidates like, like yourself that I know will have the people's back. And it's a different kind of, it's like, call it like Donald Trump called it the other day, we're going to create the Republican Party will be a new party. It'll call the Common Sense Party. What a concept. Common sense, huh? <laughs> yeah, just do it right and common sense. That I mean, we say that all the time in the South. So thank you, Mike, Lindy, for Lindy, having before, me. Lindy, before we let you go, tell me what are two, maybe three of your top biggest priorities that you're running on for, for governor? I'm running on, on the first week in office, I will rip the rug out from Common Core and get rid of that because we figure in the state of Alabama, that's the common denominator of all of our education problems. Then also suspend the gas tax. We have a gas tax that was added on uh, the tax. So we have a state gas tax as well that goes on and on and on forever. So we'll suspend the gas tax on week one. And then also on week one, get rid of the grocery tax. People are suffering in the state of Alabama. 
we're trying to decide, do we fill up our gas tank or fill up our grocery buggy? And when people are suffering and you have a surplus budget, we have $1.5 billion still in our budget. And when you have a surplus, we need to give it back to the people, put money in our pocket. So we do the normal Reaganomics and Trump America First policies. We spend it in our state. So that's what I'll focus on on week one. Excellent. Well, you what you don't know is my first two books, one that came out in 93 and 195, 1995, were about outcome-based education. Uh, America 2000, Goals 2000, it. School to Work, uh, No Child Left Behind, Common Core. And as you know, it all comes from the United Nations, the World Core Curriculum. Exactly. And what do we want the Federal UN government. telling our country what to do with our educational system, right? Yep. We're going to get rid of it, and people are excited. Good. Good for you. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks for being thank with us. Thank you all for having me. And what is your website? You. I didn't see it up there. It's BlanchardForGovernor.com. BlanchardForGovernor.com. Excellent. Yes. Good interview. Thank, Thank you all so much. And Mike, you're a rock star. <laughs> so are you, Lindy. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Thanks. You know, you know, Brandon, it's just so like, like, um, like uh, the president told Donald, or I mean, told Eric Trump and his family when they were going down right before they went down that escalator, he turned to his family and said, we're going to find out now who our friends really are. Okay. Well, I talked to Eric, it was about a year later, and he was telling me this story. I actually asked the president about the interview if that was said, and he goes, oh, yes, it was. Well, they found out who their friends really were, but he also told me this, but Eric said, you know what? We've met so many great people that to replace the ones that, you know, that they, that he, they thought were their friends. Right. Well, I'm telling you, everybody, in a comparison, I met so many terrible politicians and I mean terrible. And I mean, you know, there's some that I haven't met that I've learned how bad they are. You know, um, you know, but, but, but just me. Here's Robin Voss. He was at the event the other night. I walked by, I walked by him and he just quick looked down, you know. <laughs> he didn't want to make but eye it, contact? Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was disgusting. But the cover-ups and what they've done, I, I just can't believe it. It's far and wide through our whole political system. You know the evil and the corruption and the and the bad people, but yet I have met. They've been replaced with all these people I've met that are genuinely just great people, and that's who I want. I want people that have the people's back that are the common sense candidates. We call it America first, but it's also the common sense, like Lindy there. Right. You know. I mean, it's it's been amazing across the board. You know. And uh, all the ones that I've endorsed, you know, one after another, from your Carrie Lakes to your Tim Rampins to your um, Doug Mastriano. I mean, these people, they you can't tell me. They say when you get into politics, it'll change you. You know, I don't, I, I would, people are people. I just can't believe if you start from a good foundation of a person, a moral compass and common sense, you ain't getting changed. That ain't going to happen. You know, I know a few. I'm going to give you an example. I'm friends with Kevin Kramer. He's the he's a senator from North Dakota. He's a good friend. He got into it. He wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't into politics before, but he got into it and it hasn't changed him. He's fought clear back when we when this all happened. He was there. He got attacked by the media and everything. But you know what? He just, he remained Kevin Kramer, that this is right thing. He's an amazing, godly person, and he has kept focused. And there's there's handfuls like him. But what I'm saying is that they, um, this is what has to change everybody. All these politicians, that we need to replace them all. And especially, um, you know, you got your blockers or whatever. There's the blockers, and then there's there of you out there, you legislatures that have done nothing. And I'm telling you, you think we're sitting back here at Lindale TV and you think we're not going to call you out. I'll tell you what, we're coming for your state and you, you can sit there in Wisconsin, all you legislatures and your Robin Vosses. We're not forgetting about you. Shame on you, Robin Voss. I don't know where you are or how corrupt you are that you go stop an investigation and you block, block, block. Shame on you. Shame on every one of you legislatures in Wisconsin that didn't, that sit there and do nothing. Remember, you're gonna, history will look back. People will look back and say, you did nothing. 
You're a traitor to our country. You could have been a hero and you still can be a hero. You need to step out and say, hey, we can't have these things in Wisconsin. We can't have machines in Wisconsin. We can't have all this stuff, the corruption in Wisconsin, period. We got to get rid of our, our corrupt Republicans in Wisconsin or people in general. I'm telling you, it's 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 absolutely the one. Do you know, Brandon, there's people we were down when we were down in Arizona and uh, that audit came out and the audit came out and everyone's going and they put up the thing to decertify Wisconsin. I mean, Arizona, you know, all the evidence that came out of that audit, you know, 200,000 paper ballots that weren't from the election, no signature matches. You have 37,000 people that voted twice, three times, whatever. All these things that came out of that. And they said, decertify Arizona. That's what came out. Let's decertify Arizona. You know what I told them, Brandon? I said to um, um, Sonny, Sonny Barella and, Barello and uh, like your Wendy Rogers and all of them down there. I said, you know what? If you're getting blocked by your Karen fans and your Rusty Bowers, I said, these are Republicans that are blocking Brandon. You know what I told them? I said, well, why don't you reach out to the Democrats? I said, just because they're Democrats, they're people too. And I said, you know what? You, every one of us has a moral compass of common sense in us. In us. And what this is all happening now is, do you know when all the stuff that's going wrong and no baby food and, and gas prices and war, all this stuff that was a manifestation of a stolen election, of a stolen country, quite frankly, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's gone unless we get rid of the machines and stuff. But I'm telling you, I'm reaching out right now doing a call out to legislatures. I got to reach out to the Democrats. You know what? You're a person too. You have families, Brandon, they have families. 39% of Democrats now though this election was stolen. Absolutely. I'm reaching out to all the left-wing media, uh, all the, all the people that are watching this show, some of our biggest fans. I'm reaching out to them and said, you guys, why don't you write about the stuff that's going on right now? And, and you write about this stuff, the high gas prices, all this stuff and say, hey, maybe the Democrats are gonna, could end up being the heroes and go, you know what? Come to this common sense platform. Life isn't about Democrats or Republicans. It's about politicians that would make choices to help people. All people, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or you're, or you're a liberal or conservative or you're a black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter. They're supposed to make decisions. It's the government for the people, isn't it, Brandon? Yes, for the people, by the people. Yep. Well, what, what's, what went wrong here? You wrote all these books. You, got, you and Lindy start talking. I'm going, I don't know what Brandon doesn't know. So tell us how this ends, Brandon. Well, it 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 ends it ends with us being enslaved unless the people stop being apathetic, if they stop being passive, and if they don't learn what is the real law. I mean, we have a Declaration of Independence that is the foundation of the Constitution, and that Declaration of Independence says that we have the right, no, we have the obligation to alter and abolish the government but be that our state governments or the federal government when it got, gets outside the confines of the Constitution. And the, the people need to realize that governments, the, the founders say it right there in the Declaration of Independence, governments are, are created by men. Governments are created by men. We created the government. And we entered into a contract as states with the federal government. And we told them what the rule book was. And we even put 10 handcuffs on them with the 10 Bill of Rights which somehow these crazy judges, like the judges you're talking about today, somehow through legal gymnastics said, those 10 handcuffs that were meant to constrain the federal government, we're gonna take those off and put them on the states. Now the federal government decides when we have freedom of speech, when we have freedom of religion, when we can have our churches open. No, that is outside the law. And the constitution, the Declaration of Independence provides for the people who created the central government to alter it or abolish it. It's supposed to be God, the people and government. Government is accountable to the people. The people are accountable to God. But we have flipped it upside down. We have buried God, and now it's just the government over the people. It's completely upside down. Our founders are spinning in their grave that we're here. We have everything well, on our side, well, except for we don't have what the founders feared, 
which is that is that we would lose religion and morality. They feared we would lose religion and morality, which is why every territory that wanted to become a state had to submit an application. And in their application, they had to show respect for the Northwest Ordinance, particularly religion, morality is essential to good government. Well, we've lost religion and morality. 1980, the Supreme Court said, no, we can't have kids looking at the Ten Commandments. We've lost religion and morality, and the Ten Commandments is the foundation of our constitutional republic. So they knew how it would happen, and I can right. say the only solution is information, 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 education, right. education, education, which is why you and I were so passionate about Lindell TV and starting Lindell That's TV. Right. Well, you know, like when I first sat at the White House on that Rose Garden speech, a nation had turned its back on God. Yep, and, yep, um, yep. And we pray, and I said, everybody, let's pray for grace. If you remember that speech, I said, we need to pray that God gives us grace. And to give us grace, everybody, I believe we're getting that grace right now. Because you know what? To get this country back, I mean, you know, when you have all these branches that have gone south in the Constitution, when states break the Constitution and all these things, granted, isn't the judges, isn't the law a safety net? And I've said, I really believe part of our hope lies in the judges. Because you go back over a year ago, they were in fear. How would you like to be the first one to say, hey, let me see that evidence. Let me see that evidence. There was piles of evidence from here to the moon. Let me take a look at that. You know, Bill Barr was going telling people, don't even talk about the evidence, sending letters out. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, lying to the American people out of fear. You know, the, our, pre, our great President Trump said, well, he was fear of getting impeached. We don't know that. You know, we don't know that because he doubled down. He doubled down this last spring and he doubled down and said it again. You know, shame on you, Bill Barr. We don't know why you did it, but all the judges that didn't look at the evidence. Remember, no judges in the country ever looked at the evidence other than one small town in Antrim, Michigan. Right. And they, and they suppressed that. Now, I want to tell you, here's the hope. Donald Trump appointed over 300 and some judges, and including three Supreme Court judges. Maybe the time wasn't right back then, everybody, and it wasn't. But I'll tell you what, Brandon, people, they have courage now. And that judge, I keep bringing up that judge down in uh, in Florida that said, hey, these mandates and these masks and airplanes are non they're nonsense. Boom, it changed the course of history. You know, look at the truckers up in Canada, the truckers that went in there and we're going to lose another 20% of our fleet that wouldn't take those shots. Well, they made laws up there. They changed it and said, you know what? It has nothing to do with the truckers, but we're going to say that, you know, you know that those mandates are off. Really? It's because they took action, Brandon. That changed the course we're on. These yep. judges are going to get brave. I've said it before, everybody, and I'll leave you all with this. Courage. We have to have courage, everybody. You can't sit back this time. There is no tomorrow on this. You have to have courage. You don't save your courage for a rainy day. It's pouring outside. I've said it before. We're going to get to this amazing place, but you all got to be a part of it. I'm not talking just some right-wing thing. I'm talking to people. I'm talking to the journalists watching. I'm talking to people sitting at home and look forward to watching the show. Get out and do something. If you do nothing else, pray for our country. Pray for it, but communicate. you got to communicate. Get the word out. You, Brandon, you said it right. Information, information, information. Maybe the legislatures will learn that they make the laws. What a concept, yeah, Brandon. Not the judges. You know, not the judges. To get, and the way you can all do this is spread the word of Frank's speech. Tell all your friends, go to the App Store and download it right now. Get off this call or get off this and you go right there and tell everyone you know, have you heard of frankspeech.com and the Lindell, Lindell TV? You need to get here. Information, information, information. And we, you know, we'll spread the word every day. But anyway, that's where we're at, everybody. And uh, and uh, once again, thanks for thanks for watching. We'll have a uh, um, a Brandon tomorrow night. Now I think uh, aren't I in another state? Don't say the state. I'm traveling to another state. I hate to tell you, but, uh, you might have to do the Lindell report tomorrow night. Uh, right. In fact, I'm pretty sure you do. Okay. Um, I am going to be in another state. I'm actually, I believe it's Florida. 
I've been helping them out down there. I'm going state to state. We have Florida tomorrow night. I believe Nashville, Tennessee, the following night after that. I, I no, Brandon, I can't come visit you. You're only, you're only three hours away. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'm going to be going, everybody, to Wyoming uh, this weekend, the great uh, uh, President Rally in Wyoming. I'm a speaker there. And uh, But every day, everybody, is every day it's more and more important that you just keep getting the word out because we are – we are going down. It's going to be an amazing place we're getting to. But um, just be patient. Put it. It's in the Lord's hands, and God bless you. That's the Lindell Report. Be sure to use that promo code L77 when going to MyPillow.com and support all that work that Mike's talking about, flying all over the country, trying to fix 2020, get rid of these machines, and give us free and fair elections and keep us with a free society, a free nation. All right, Lindell TV needs your support. Mike needs your support. Go there to MyPillow.com. Use that promo code L77. Thanks for watching the Lindell Report with your host, Mike Lindell. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.